How we doing? I am your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob. Welcome to Station B.O.B. And let me tell you a little about thee. I am a kid from a Harlem hood who turned out good. I got educated like I should. Now I know how to help you grow to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. With that said, I am here to provide you with some clarity associated with the perplexity of the challenges in your life, love, and work. So, without further ado, let's get down on it. Enjoy the show. Ah, yes. How we doing? Welcome once again, my friend, to Station B.O.B., where you listen to learn how to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. And as always, I am your host, Dr. Rob. And you know it. Do I have to tell you that I'm excited, filled with enthusiasm, yet I have a heavy heart at the same time. And that is a result of the mass shooting that took place in Buffalo, New York on Saturday. And so, you know, at Station B.O.B., usually we talk about life, love, and work. But today... We're going to talk about hate, not because I want to, but because I have to. And and I, I want to also point out that I don't present or plan to present this podcast today as an angry African-American, but more so as a human being who wants to make the world a better place. And in doing that, Sometimes we have to talk about some things that we have to talk about. And so before I start this podcast, I'd like to 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 give my condolences to the family and friends and loved ones to to all to all human beings, but especially to those in Buffalo, New York who suffered that mass racial carnage, if you will, on Saturday, I just want to extend my condolences to to all concerned. And then, of course, it didn't stop there. Somebody would shoot into a church in, in California as well. So I want to acknowledge and extend my condolences to all those who have been affected by that incident as well. And so... Before we start in on the topic, you know, I, I think it's important to remind ourselves, okay, since this is this podcast is about hate, as a matter of fact, it's the discussion is about racial animosity, racial hate. And so I think it's important to remind ourselves that it is just by chance that I was born black. Just like it is just by chance that whoever you are and wherever you are, that you were born white. 
And you see, the key word here is that I was born and you were born, no matter what our racial makeup is. But the fact that we are born means that we all are going to die. And that is true for all races. So you tell me, who is the superior race? Because you see, we're all born through our mother's womb, and then we all die, however we die, but usually from the same causes, cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure, going to the military, uh, suicide, stabbings, you name it. We are all going to die. And there's no white dead that's better than the black dead. Because white dead and black dead is dead, dead. You feel me? And so, again, there's no superior race, okay? Enough already. Enough already. So, hate, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. That is the topic today. Hate, what is it good for? As a matter of fact, what is hate? I mean, it doesn't sound good. I mean, I... From what I understand, hate is like a passionate, intense dislike for someone. I mean, damn, who has got the time to spend that kind of time hating someone? I mean, ex-girlfriends, enemies, I mean, come on now. Think about that. Hate. You know, well, I think hate is also a reduction of thyself. Like, in other words, if I'm hating you so intensely, then I am not loving me at all. So so when we hate others and hate other races, we are really reducing ourselves. Like, why is there hate? I mean, who, think about it. Who has time for hate, okay? Listening and watching YouTube videos for hours and hours, learning how to be wicked and evil. I mean, got to be more careful. And so, just to keep it moving, as you know by now, or may know by now, there was a mass shooting in Buffalo, New York, and this was based on a hate crime whereby the shooter claimed to be a white supremacist. And his hate is reportedly tied to what they now call the replacement theory, where his view is that blacks are going to be replacing whites, which means he or white people, I guess, are going to lose something. Now, that's one of those things that make you say, hmm. Now, I'm I'm an African-American. Okay, I think by now you know that. I am not a spokesperson for African-Americans. But I do have some thoughts 
about this as an African American. So first off, I think it's important to know that African Americans are not trying to replace white people. I, 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 I'm pretty sure you, my audience, know that. Okay. But I'm just speaking in general in case you might have to tell somebody out there who's not listening. See, because, see, black people could barely be considered equal to all here in the United States. So never mind replacing white people. We we can barely be considered to be equal. As a matter of fact, 200 years ago in the Constitution, black people were considered three-fifths of a human being. So so at this point, there's no replacing white people, okay? We, we human beings, 100%, but that's not our goal. That is not our goal. And we have been in America for 400 years, 400 plus years. And we are still struggling for equality, for opportunity. We're not struggling for replacement. That is not one of our goals. And, and I, 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 I would be remiss in my duty to say that we are we are still struggling in many cases for justice in the legal system. Heck, we cannot even get arrested. I mean, you, you watch the news, you see the history over the years. Young black men shot down in confrontations with police, usually by what is it? Low level traffic stops. And these unarmed black men in many cases have not gone home after those incidents and they've been shot dead by police and were unarmed at the time. And so I, you know, listen, I'm cool with everybody. I'm black. but I have no problems with race. At all. You know, some people say black people are racist too. No, no, no. I cannot speak for all black people, but black people are not racist. We are reactionists, I would say. That's how I would interpret that because, you see, we didn't come to America hating white people. We were brought to America hated by white people. So, Racism is that's not ours. We that's not ours. Racism, discrimination. No, no, that is not ours. And so we don't put that on us. So I would say that we are reactionists to the discrimination, the the, the racism, the white supremacists, the replacement theory and all of these extremists in some in some cases I don't even know if you can call it extreme when this has been going on for 400 years okay I don't even know if you can call it extreme in many cases it's, it's close to normal that has been the experience of black people in America so as I was saying you have young men get pulled over stopped by the police in most cases, unarmed and usually wind up shot dead. Yet, Y-E-T, 
And the cases where white kids, white boys show up at schools, churches, supermarkets with, with full metal gear. Oh, my God. Along with extended magazines for additional bullets to, to, for their weapons. And somehow these kids, they get arrested and they get to stand, stand trial. So again, we are not trying to replace people. We cannot even get arrested. Okay. And if we could get arrested when it comes to being stopped many times for, as I said, Traffic stops due to minor uh, violations, no tail light. I don't know. Whatever it is, it has not been, in, in most instances, it has not been for something that you should leave the, the scenario dead. You should not leave there dead, okay? So, this kid... Got it all wrong. I think about it. He drove three hours from his home. Now, from the looks of it, it's a white kid, and there's nothing wrong with that. Growing up in an all-white community, I'm from New York. I have never heard of, I believe he's from Conk. I can't even pronounce it because I did not look that up, so... That's not the goody thing for me in terms of, I know he's from a far away place in New York and I am from New York and I never heard of that place. So if you are where you are living in your community with your people who you feel are superior, so then why not just stay there and do what you do? So this kid got it all wrong with this replacement theory. Because he drove three hours away from his home to commit an unbelievable crime. Now, that that's a lot of that's a lot of hate to take a three hour drive to go kill some people. Now, again, these are just my thoughts. I I remember. My ex-wife, while we were going through our, our divorce, she told me that I would be better off dead. She said that I would be better off dead since she cannot handle divorce. I'm like, wow. You know, I'm the, the father of our child, and you are saying that that I would be better off dead since because you can't handle divorce? Well, I suggested to her that perhaps she should kill herself since she's the one that cannot handle the divorce. Like, why would I be better off dead and you're the one that can't handle it? Now, I don't wish that on her, but that's what I said to her because she tells me that she wished that, that I would be better off dead. So I'm like, no, no, no. If you can't handle it, then doggone it, you know what to do. And I think the same is true for this mass murderer, this white supremacist, this extremist who who cannot handle the changes of the life 
we live today. If you cannot handle it, why don't you use your weapons on yourself? And I know that sounds mean and harsh, mean and harsh, but I'm sorry, Dave. I, 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 you know what? Does it really sound mean and harsh? These are just words. But apparently he could not handle the fact that there were some people living their lives, doing what they do on a Saturday. And he decided to kill them. If that's where you are, if that's where you are, then you know what you should do. The same words I had for my ex-wife is the words I would have for you. Because admittedly, admittedly, this guy cannot handle America as it is today. And one final point, just to share a little history. And before I share that little history, I'm going to step aside and let a promo in. But, you know, I think it's important. I guess you can feel my passion for the subject. Um, I'm not going to say that I'm not angry because it's okay to be angry. I think that's fake. That's fake not to be angry. And I love what I'm doing. I love talking to you, working with you, hopefully facilitating some of your life challenges and obstacles. So today, you know, I just bring a different energy because, I mean, how long, how long are we going to deal with this kind of hate in the life we live? So we'll pick it up on the other side of the break. Have you read any good books lately? Your host, Robert T. Gartner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob, is the author of three great books. In his first book, The Choices We Make, Robert takes a look at relationships to help readers learn how to have a good relationship with themselves before they can have good relationships with others. In his second book, Access Denied, Robert brings an eye-opening perspective about what happens to children and fathers when their relationships with the mothers of their children end on bad terms. Robert explores what he calls child pawn when a parent, usually the mother, uses a child as a weapon to hurt the other parent. Robert provides a let-go lab in his book to help parents find positive ways to resolve their issues in the best interest of their children. Light Up Your Life is Robert's latest book. Robert writes about the fact that we are all born with a special God-given talent. Even though we are all born with a special talent, most of us miss our true calling. In this book, you will learn how to find your special talent and light up your life so that you can become the person you were born to be and live a more fulfilled, purpose-driven life. Books are available at barnesandnobles.com, amazon.com, and Robert's website, relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and back to the show. All right, welcome back. And again, you know, just before I stepped aside to let the promo in, I was acknowledging the uh, the, the 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 passion and and energy that I'm exuding as I talk with you throughout this podcast, and and so I was questioning like myself, saying, "Wow, Rob, you sound angry." 
And I'm going to say, yes, I, I, I am angry. And it's okay to be angry. I mean, who does not get angry? That's one thing. I'm not breaking anything. I'm not throwing anything or kicking my dog or anything like that. I'm just at the height of my, you know, the dark side of our emotions that, 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 you know, cause us to push to that level where we might exhibit some anger. Now I'm not mad at white people or mad at the world. I'm just upset about this never ending, this perpetual thing we call racism. I mean, enough already. And so, as I was saying, earlier before the promo is there's one final point that I'd like to share just a little history here and you see 400 years ago black people Africans were abducted and we didn't ask to come to America we were brought here against our will that would be in this case or my case my ancestors but we're here now and we are the only people who came here against our will. All others, everybody else came on the Santa Maria and the, and the, this ship and that ship and got to say hello to the Statue of Liberty. No, no. Everybody else came here voluntarily. We were brought here against our will. So that was some 400 plus years ago. And so this is our home. We are not going back to Africa because we are from America. And we are African Americans or whoever, you know, I can't speak for everybody, but I consider myself African American. And that is because my ancestors are from Africa. And I'm damn proud of that, okay? And so... But as I know my life, we're from America, and we're here, and we're not going anywhere. 400-plus years in America, we are here for the long run. And, and I might add, we are not trying to replace white people or any people. We're still trying to find our place, wherever that might be. After 400 years, we're still looking for a place. I mean. So when you think about it, nobody, white, black, or otherwise, has no business killing people to make room for their race and to eradicate another race in the process. Because that's what that replacement theory means. It means that... um. I don't want you to have a bigger piece of the pie or even have a bite at my piece of the pie. So in order so that I can have more of the pie, if not the whole pie, then I have to get rid of you. I have to eradicate you. Replacement theory. Think about that. Think about that, the replacement theory. So, as I was saying, this is home for us now. America is home for us 
two. And so I think it's important to, you know, in, in closing, that claiming to be, you know, like you're claiming something to be yours that never was really yours. No, no, no. This is ours. We are all all Americans. And this land is your land. This land is my land. And no one race can determine by force or policy who is the rightful owners. I mean, after all, the people who are feeling replaced are the people who replace the rightful owners to the land that we live. I mean, think about that. The people who are feeling replaced replace the people who really owned this land we call America. Think about that. I mean, think about that. So, can I suggest in this life we live, I think it's important for us to focus on ourselves. That that really is the moral of this story. Is to focus on yourself. Because you see, when you do that, then you can learn more about how to love you. You can improve you and be the best person you can be. If you can focus on you, then you can spend less time focusing your hate on me. I mean, to hate is, is, is to not love yourself. To hate takes a lot of energy and emotion. To focus on yourself is very easy. And a better you is a better me. So focus on you. And that is all you have to do. And you will see that everything will be all right. Because this land is our land. This land is your land. And this land was taken from the people who you replaced. And so easy does it. Easy does it. There's enough room, enough money, enough education, enough hugs, enough love. There is more than enough good in the world. There is more than enough room for everybody to fit. Heck, black people have been here for 400 years. And we still tucked away in, in, in the ghettos of every city in the United States. Yeah, I said it. And so understand. We are not trying to replace white people. We're just trying to find a place among the place. And with that said, I'm going to leave it there. And I want to thank you so much for running with me, walking with me, listening to me. I've enjoyed our time together. 
And I hope the next time we talk, we can have, we can return to what we do. Talking about life, love, and work. Until the next time we meet, my friend, remember, love is an action, not a word, and it is not supposed to hurt. Peace in the Middle East and Ukraine as well. As we wrap up this show, I hope this topic helped you to grow. And now you know a little bit more than you knew before. If you have any questions about this topic, please email me at changeagentrtg at gmail.com. See my website, relationshipreadiness.org. To learn more about my counseling, consulting, and educational programs related to life, love, and work. Finally, in the words of the late, great Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., if I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word or song, if I can show somebody he is traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. Until we meet again, do the right thing when nobody is looking. Peace, beloved.